We did it. Look at that. We actually got it together. Ready, set, flow. Everybody, everybody, welcome back to episode 21, I believe. So if this podcast were alive and well, we would be drunk. <laughs> Max Gager is our guest today. And as you can tell, he just opened up his yerba. He's ready. Goyaki. Go. Goyaki. Welcome, Max Gager, to Ready, Set, Flow. What's going on? How are you doing, bro? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm doing well. I've never enjoyed one of these, uh, the yerba mates. Never had one. Don't even say that. <laughs> uh, um, I, I'm hoping it simulates my senses. Oh, it will. I'm it hoping will. That oh, it, yeah. Uh, enlightens my mint. Hey, we'll all take a sip together for you, bro. All right, let's do hey, it. Hey, wait, you had a cheers here, real quick. All right, here we go. Cheers, cheers. Let's go. All right. First taste, what you thinking? Wait, it's refreshing. I was expecting carbonation. No, that's what yep. everyone says. Yep. Yeah. I was there too. is little to no carbonation. Um, it it kind of reminds me of Colgate toothpaste. Being no being on a farm. Really? Wow. And, and smelling herbs and plants and uh, you know, waking up by the caw of a rooster. Uh, the okay. caw. Is that what you right. call it? The caw? The, the, yeah, like a like a. I know what you're talking caw. about. I just, I just give, give us your best rooster caw. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really good. That was not bad. I really did like I that. Yeah, you know, so they do that at the uh, <laughs> the break of dawn every day. <laughs> really? It's wired in their instincts. That's insane. Wonder why? Uh, no, I have no idea. That's fascinating. It's just why? nature's alarm right? clock. Nature's uh, alarm it clock. Yep. It is <laughs> truly a work of art. It's well, like they're like the opposite of wolves. You know, wolves do it on a full moon at true. night. So complete opposite, total total flip flop. So does that mean that every animal has an equal and opposite other animal? So if it's chicken to wolves, what's the opposite of humans, bro? It's a worms. question we got worms. <laughs> worms. The opposite of a human. I feel like it's gotta be something like just menacing. No, it's gotta be really stupid. It's gotta be a really dumb animal. Well, like what's something that does not have four limbs? I guess we could start there if we're going opposite. <laughs> An octopus <laughs> has eight limbs. <laughs> Honestly, okay. that, that does make sense. And no, the they don't have backbones. And they're smart. They are smart. Um, they are very they intelligent. They can get themselves out of closed jars. This is true. So I, I'm i with that vote. I will vote. I'm with I vote that octopus. vote. Cool. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Wonderful podcast. We just we're going to hold, we're gonna hold a... A little tally. We're gonna get a couple other animals picked out, and we'll let you guys vote on our story. Oh, I like that. So we got octopus, worm, uh, flamingos, bro, because they kind of like that one-legged that. vibe. I like the flamingo. I do. They uh, don't fly, do they? No, they do. I, flamingos fly. Flamingos can fly. They they flap. They're not going up high though. <laughs> they're they're. What scooting, do you think the max right? altitude is of flamingo? Fifteen feet. Fifteen? Fifteen? No way, bro. I'm going to go. You think you're seeing flamingos soaring through the sky? Like well, a flamingos aren't native to America. so I'm I, thinking like at least 300 feet. Oh, no way. I'm with that. I'm go I'll Google it. I'll Google it right now. <laughs> I think if they jumped off of a cliff, they could soar and they'd be fine. But I think if you're going to the zoo, you're seeing the flamingos prancing around, they're not going up higher than 15 feet. Because they're in a cage. Oh, we're all super wrong. <laughs> What's the answer? Flamingos can fly as high as 15,000 feet. What? Are you kidding me? 
15,000 feet in the air. Where are these That's flamingos, something. bro? I guess up in the air. All right. Flamingos can fly as far as 375 miles in one night, hitting an average speed of 35 miles per hour and fly as high as 15,000 feet above the ground. That's ridiculous. That is just something. I can't even imagine a flamingo flying. Do peacocks fly? I don't think they do. Do peacocks fly? Penguins don't. Penguins do not. This is true. You know, this uh, goyaki yerba mate is uh, really, it's starting, I'm starting to feel it. Really? Already? In, uh, you took one sip? Well, no, I've been sipping on it. Oh, I've yeah. been sipping. Okay. The thing is, you know, I did, um, had a good ride this morning, got 32 miles in. And you have I, a bike rider among us. I, I'm missing my one to four nap right now I to know. be here. So this is, it's getting me uh, back into the world. You'll feel very revitalized. Sure. Because Red Bull, it... It makes my head hurt a little bit. I get that. You know, or like like the high sugar uh, yeah. energy drinks. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, nature's energy. Nature's yeah. energy. It's it's not so much of like a re-energize. It is just a re-revitalize. Sure. That's exactly what it is, bro. Oh, I like that. Revitalize. I, and it's also refreshing. It's so refreshing. Like, I, I will have one instead of coffee. I prefer it over coffee. That's one of the best words. Refreshing. Refreshing. What's your least favorite word? I, I don't, I, I don't, uh, word shame. <laughs> All words are equal, except for equal. Equal's a stupid ass word. That is a dumb word. <laughs> equal. That's what we're going to define all of humanity. What needs to be is equal. 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 No, I mean, the meaning of the word's fantastic, right? Yeah. But the phonetics of it? Uh, that that's is, what I'm yep. Like. You guys know, uh, you guys remember the hooked on phonics girl? Uh-huh. I've never heard of that in my life. Oh, it's like this commercial thing. Like way it's like the nineties, bro. Hooked on phonics. Work for Wait, me. is that the one with the orange? <laughs> you know, Vonics? No, no, no. Orange? No. That's education connection. Yes. I, I didn't know that. Oh nineties commercial. <laughs> no, but Brian Regan is an amazing do you know you're familiar with are you familiar with Brian Regan? No. Okay. Well, He's a comedian from like way back in the day. Is he still doing it? He's still doing it. Really? Mm-hmm. He's I killer. Man, I love Brian Regan. He was just like my childhood growing up. That's Carson and I's childhood. Mm-hmm. We'd sit there and watch. Oh, we didn't even tell anyone. We're outside right now. <laughs> yeah. We The podcast kind of took a turn for the worst, but in the best, low-key. It's a very nice day. Wait, now. it's nice. We're in the shade. We're on a patio. True. Mm-hmm. Patio vibes. F-R-E-E. That spells free. Free credit... Report.com, baby. <laughs> baby. Let's go. <laughs> I, I'm on, I'm just playing 90s uh, <laughs> That's all commercials in my head. head right now. I'm super into punk rock right now. I had a boy. Right. Um, boy. You know, Blink's a little, uh, little too mainstream, I'm going to be honest. Mm. It's good. Like, I like a lot of Blink, but I was into that when we were playing Guitar Hero when we were growing up as kids. Yeah, for sure. Right. So now Let's I'm starting go. to get more into Don't like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This night's almost over. Honest. <laughs> Let's make this one last forever. Dude, okay, but I will say some Blink, like, one of their most underrated songs, in my opinion, is Going Away to College. It sounds I, emotional. Oh, bro. Because that's something we've all experienced, right? It's something we can relate to. Definitely, if you want, I can put you guys on some great music right now. I'm going to hit you, you with can. a couple. I, I'm going to hit you with a couple right now. If you're listening to this podcast, here are some songs, some albums that you need to check out. Obviously, Blink-182. That's, um... Well, I was gonna say the, uh... 
going away to college, um, it's it's very it's a weird feeling, and I feel like they capture that well because mm. it's like I'm saying goodbye to all my friends. Don't really know where I'm going, but it's like uh, I made this song. Like I forget the lyric. I don't know. Check it out. Great song. Moving out of my parents' house a couple years ago. Yeah, and. And you know, I go to school um, in Austin, Texas. I'm from from Denver, so I'm going a few states away. And you know that, yeah, obviously the biggest transition of my entire life. Totally. Mm-hmm. And what a surreal thing, you know, that yeah. everybody gets to do at some point in their life. You know, you spend 18, 19, 20, whatever years, you know, living under your parents' roof. Then all of a sudden, you got to figure out how to live on your own, move states away. If I had a problem or I was going through some. Couldn't just drive home to mom, right? Yeah, you know, no. She's 14 mm-hmm. hours away. You got to deal with I it yourself. That. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now that I've been out of the house for a few years and I, I'm staying here for the summer, um, it's it's a little weird sometimes, like, being asked to do things. No, I and, get that. And, <laughs> and, like, just every time I leave the house, oh, where are you going? You know, it's, you know, they mean well. They miss me having, you know, miss me being in the house. But um, it is... You get so used to being so self-dependent. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and I think being down, living on your own, you know, having to cook for yourself and just the, the sense of responsibility, um, something we can really all relate to. And 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 you, you learn, right? You learn mm-hmm. as you truth as you do it. True that. I was gonna say, like, what's dope about the podcast? I don't know if you're familiar with any of the other guests that we have on here, but so thus far, it's been dudes. <laughs> We're looking to change that here soon, but we also make dick jokes constantly. So I don't know how well that's going to work. But I will say what's dope is we get to, I, we are ranging from ages like 18 to how old are you? 21? 20, almost 21. Almost 21. And I think that we want to get Rob on here soon. Like 22, mm-hmm. like we're entering this age, which is like the 18 to 22, where it's like the figure out life yeah. Yeah. age. And what's cool is like, we literally had a really good talk with Michael Bennett. I don't know if you know him, but he the uh, senator. No, not the senator. Another <laughs> dude named Michael Bennett who's running at Duke next year. Wow, talented dude. Yeah, human. But he's super. um super humble. But whatever. But he was saying like it's interesting because we had this chat and it was just cool how the podcast we get to sit here and just listen to that. How you're a couple of years into it and it's still bizarre and like all that stuff. Yeah. But then also he's about to go and like he's like I'm nervous to go to college or whatever. It's the scariest thing I know you do mm-hmm. uh, ever. I think it's um, but I'm just that's what I'm saying. It's cool how we can capitalize on this specific sure. moment in all of our lives. Uh-huh. So, poggers, bro. Yeah, you know I I just think that. You know, we have a lot of friends too. That we do have a lot are, of friends. Uh, we, have, we have a lot we're of friends. popular, bro. <laughs> well, we're yeah. liked. Well, yeah. Now, let's not toot our own horn. I mean, but, but we would sit at the cool table in the cafeteria. Yeah, at lunch. of course. <laughs> you know, we'd we'd pick well, on the real. It, if you're really a cool kid, you're not eating in the cafeteria. Oh no, you're yeah. like <laughs> you sit outside, bro. You're uh, you're going to Chipotle for lunch. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Sneak out, bro. Um, Our school was a closed campus. No. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, dude. So Your you, high school's a closed campus. We did not go out. Unbelievable. I know. I remember, you know, what, I guess, you were 14 when you started high school? Yeah, so. Is that right? Yeah, four, like it's 14, you turn no, 15, even. right? So you get your permit your freshman year, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 14 years old, and, you know, I think it's the coolest thing. You know, I meet some friends or juniors, you know, they, they can drive cars. Mm. Uh, like Rob Jeffrey next door, yeah. right? And I'm saying... 
Rob, let's go out to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's the coolest thing that I can get in someone's car during school <laughs> and go to Chipotle and come back and I walk into class with my food. You know, be eating my food in class and everyone's looking at you just feel like the cool you know, it's the like man. When, it's like when you were a kid and you had a doctor's appointment. Oh yeah. And your sure. mom mm-hmm. he lets you pick up McDonald's before mm-hmm. she drops you back mm-hmm. off school. And everybody's jealous of McDonald's. You got the oh. McFlurry, you got the nuggets. I oh, kinda yeah. I always crave those moments where it's like either it's all over the intercom. Oh, oh this is most of the time if it's over the intercom, it, it can be kind of sketchy. But like, you know, you get that note. Like this oh, teacher the teacher comes in, they're like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm sorry, this." Is I don't like the intercom. I've never had the intercom. The intercom sucks. Intercom sucks. I mean, that's declaring to the whole school mm-hmm. that you are going to the office. Yep. <laughs> I like the note. See, but sometimes the note would get it would give you some palpitations. Oh yeah, for sure. You the second see the color that teacher of the note, comes bro. up, <laughs> the, color, the color, that's the color of the note dictated yep. how if you were like chilling because or not. That note comes in. Teacher looks at you and hands it to you. I mean, that hearts. Oh, yeah. you feel that, man. Um, but then you're like, kind of like, you could look to your friend and be like, no, nah, we chilling. Just a doctor's <laughs> yeah. note. You know what I'm saying? About to leave. Yep. So, or you're like, the, if you don't look at anyone, you're, you're in trouble, bro. The beginning of senior year, uh, the summer before senior year started, oh, gosh. me and Are a bunch of- Are you saying the story? Yeah. Is this the moment? Me and a bunch of guys got oh, together. Gosh. And uh, we we like to mess around at the school during summertime. That was like our hangout spot. Okay, did you like go on the roof and stuff or what? Exactly what we did. That's okay. exactly so what they did. Me and three other guys. Um, it was later. It was like midnight. We found a way. We climb up on the roof. So we climbed up on said roof. Had a good time. It was enjoyable. Found some bricks on said roof. Threw said bricks off said roof. Oh, made some dents in said in concrete. Yeah, oh. in the front of the building. And then we decided, ah, oh, we're not going to clean it up. So we left the shattered bricks on the ground. The next morning, <laughs> we all hung out and slept over at one of my buddy's house. Next morning, in a big group chat with a bunch of guys, some of the guys on the football team had workout that morning, the next morning. They're texting us like, hey, were you guys here last night? Like, what? Like, was it you guys? And we're like, what are you talking about? And like, some of the coaching staff is pulling us to the side and asking us what, like, if we know what you guys were doing last night, if you guys were here. I wasn't like, about it. I wasn't a part. He of wasn't there, but um, I didn't like Asher. At the end, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. At the end, um, they knew it was us. They knew we were the ones that were there at the school that night that threw the bricks off the roof. So we went in and we're like, "Hey, we did it. We fucked up." And they're like, "Yeah, you did." Um, we're not going to take legal action at this the was moment. Like the start of the school year, right? Well, this was during I mean, the this summer. Was after senior. This was after junior year. Oh, after before going some, into before senior. Going okay. into senior year. And so stupid. Yeah, they, there was an assistant principal there. There was a cop there, and they're like, "We don't. We're not going to take legal action yet. We don't know. We'll let you know when the school year starts." First day of school, senior year. I am sitting in first hour. Intercom calls oh, me no. and my buddies down to the office. No. So we go down. I sit in the room with. Two of the assistant principals, and they're like, hey, man, so you're getting suspended. And I was like, ah, sick. When? They're like, tomorrow. I'm like, oh, sick. Oh, my God. First day. Yeah, so I missed my second day of my senior year due to suspension. But, I mean, that you're sitting on a roof. You see some bricks. Say, you know what I'm going to do with those? I'm going to throw them off the roof. Uh-huh. It's like the memes where it's like girls are like require all this stuff. And he's like, 
Bro, I'm literally Let's about to throw this objects. rock as far as I can. <laughs> I bet you I can be from high places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, bro. I don't want to like incriminate myself here, but that wasn't the worst thing we did to that school that summer. <laughs> Not I didn't by even know far. that, bro. Not by far. But that was the only thing that they're like, yeah. you guys stole like eight stuff. Well, I mean, what boy has not been on the roof of a school in their teen years? I have not. You've never been on the roof of a school? I've not been on the roof of my school. Any school? No. I feel like that's such a, you know, being 13, 14, 15, like those, those kind of years before you I can did drive. Things, like similar. Sure. But nothing of the exact essence of... On top of school. See, my elementary school, we had this metal pipe, like a drain pipe. There's always a metal pipe, bro. Right? <laughs> it's a metal, metal pipe. pipe. That's what it is. <laughs> and it was wedged between, like, the right angle yeah. of the, like, an oh, inward so facing like, right easily angle. Climb so up so it. it was three stories. This is about a 30 foot pipe. Yeah. But you would wedge your feet into the angle. Of the school and then climb up. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing that for the first time when I was like 11 or 12 years old. And because uh, I, I, I had a good friend. He was a few years older, probably not the best role model. Yeah. Um, but he's like, yeah, dude, let's go on an adventure. Let's do it. So, you know, and I'm just being a kid. This is kids being kids. Totally. We mm-hmm. go up on the roof of the school and we're kind of exploring, walking around, and there's a door on the top. And the door, it looks like a hobbit door. It's about <laughs> like a big you know, circle. three and a half, four feet okay. tall. It's just like a little mini door. He yeah, says, dude, yeah. let's go in it. And think, I'm like 11 or 12, right? I think it was sixth or seventh grade. Um, and we go into this door, and we're, there's a series of ladders. I mean, it, this oh is like, it was like a video game, like a dungeon or something. And we're going down the ladders, whatever. And we turn on our, our phone flashlights. Yeah. Back when you had to have a flashlight app. Oh, on the iPhone. <laughs> right? It was my iPhone 4. There you go. Um, and we look around, and we're inside the school. We got inside the school from the series of Hobbit I've, doors I've and there. ladders. <laughs> and we're walking around, and we're like, this is not the best idea. <laughs> like, I mean, we didn't know if there's motion detectors or sensors or whatever. Yeah. And when you're that age, you're thinking... You're thinking, I mean... This school has, like, FBI-level security. Yeah, that, exactly. And then <laughs> you have if, no if idea. cops come, yeah, yeah. they're telling your parents, and that's worse than going to jail, mm-hmm. right? They're telling your parents. Uh, but I'm telling you, Micah, those kind of experiences, I'm surprised you never... I've had a couple. Like, I've done my fair share. Nothing school-related, though, honestly. Well, I can tell... I've... With, with that same group of guys that I went on the top of my high I school know, with, yeah. we've done... Our high school, our elementary school, two football stadiums, and uh, a middle school to either climb well, in or climb it's on. So uh, it's such a harmless act. Too. It is. It's kids being kids. Yeah. yeah. And you know, as long as you're not vandalizing or doing anything stupid, like mm-hmm. throwing bricks off the building. <laughs> hey, no one got hurt. It wasn't Just that school big of a dent. No, but that, that's such right you know, in front of the bench. There. That's like a <laughs> some person died for. Parents being party poopers, you know, adults mm-hmm. coming in and saying, ah, oh, you kids get off the roof. Why not? Let the kids play on the roof. Let them play. I'd be curious how you'd be as a parent. <sighs> I mean, one of my favorite memories from high school is it's a small one, but it was me and one a kid above us, a grade above us, and another guy in the same grade. We went to, like, Jeffco Stadium. and just Little went stadium near. And house. sat 
and sat at the 50 yard line with the stars. That's we just stared cool. at the, like, It was beautiful. That's cool. Who was it? It was Matt O'Neill and Barron. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. that's a cool experience. So, yeah, you know, I think uh, I think it was Matt. I don't remember. I think it was him. Be, being a dad, you know, I'm excited to be a dad. I feel like that's one of my. I'm too. Uh, I feel that one of my purposes well, in life, yeah. right, is to become a dad at some point. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Why not now? Definitely not now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think I'm definitely gonna. You know, a lot of parents these days doing the helicopter thing and you know putting the. Life 360 on kids' phones. Oh, I hate that. And and that's the worst. Really limiting. You know, I think I'm going to take a very 70s, 80s approach to parenting where you kind of let the world teach your kids things, right? Like, I want my kids walking to school when they're 9, 10, 11 years old. You know, I don't want to be driving them to school. I want them to learn that independence and learn that sense of responsibility. So I think when you learn from the world, by the time you become 16, 17, 18, ready to enter college and, and become you, you an adult. You become your own human. Yeah, you really are a lot more mature. You're more worldly. Um, you're more experienced. Uh, you have more exposure to different cultures and diversity, mm. and you've experienced more adversity. And, you know, and I hope my kids get in trouble a few times because I think that's the best way that you really do learn because uh, yeah, a lot of people mm-hmm. I know from high school – or their parents were a little soft when they would do some stuff, or maybe they never really got caught for some stuff. Yeah. Um, they're not doing great now, right? They're not as successful as I think they could have been. Their potential, their ceiling. You know, life is about um, opportunities, mm-hmm. and opportunities mm-hmm. are like a tree. Yep. And every branch on that tree is an opportunity, and you want as many branches as possible. True that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think... To do that, you gotta you gotta expose your kids to the world and tracking your kids' phones and, and doing all that. That's not that's not how you do that. Huh? I've, no, because I've, tracking, I've, tracking uh, your kids' phone is only going to teach them to be more devious. Yeah, I had my phone tracked, and that's pretty much what it did to me. I will say two things, and I have one of them. I wanted to agree with you. Some of that sense, like I think for me, I don't know. I didn't get my first iPhone until I was my freshman year. I remember carrying my iPod Touch sure. and my BlackBerry to school. Did you have a slide keyboard? Oh, you know, I had one I had of those sli- for a while. I had the, yeah. the LG slide keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> so nice, bro. That was the moves. And I would, like, be texting the girls, like, hey, yep. what's up? Yep. <laughs> QT and take me, like, a minute and a half to send it, like, a three-word like three text. Sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, bro, like, there's a part of me that's, like, I, I think that growth comes from failing like you mm-hmm. get 100% like you getting like your ass beat or something like you're gonna learn in whatever form or fashion and I will say that I am thankful for my mom right now in this moment because although I don't like it right now like since I was 15 or 16 I've had to pay for almost everything she helps me cover car insurance and like at times some essentials yeah like things like that mm-hmm. like phone bill yeah she covers yeah. phone um but other than that, like, us and, like, a little bit of tuition, too, that's it. I've been, ever since, since I got my first job, I've been on that. And, like, my mom, I don't know if you know this, but my mom keeps spreadsheets. Yeah, yeah, you've told me about my that. My mom's the spreadsheet mom. And she's like, hey, by the way, when you were 14, you owe me $32 because you used my <laughs> card at a, I don't know, whatever. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, so she she holds me to that. And... 
it sucks, but I think that eventually I can hopefully. I mean, I'm trying to right now, but be more accountable with money, sure, and that sort of thing too. And then I have another question for you about parenting. I don't know why we're on the parenting thing, but that's cool. Um, and then the last thing I want to say, super quick, and I'll get back to whatever, is uh, we didn't even mention, bro. The stash is gone. The stash is gone. The stash is gone. <laughs> yeah. I have... He has a clean face. I have, he I does look, have a clean I face. I look strange, bro. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I forgot. Like, it took about like. a year or two off of you. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really did. It's it's bizarre. So, ladies... I want to I wanna say one thing about the parenting and then we can go back to the stash. Well, it's fine. Quick. I wanted to ask him if, he's, if you're going to spank your kids. <sighs> I'm spanking my kids. I will. I was spanked. I, I was think spank- I was spanked. It's like... <laughs> When I was growing up, through all the bad shit that I did, my parents never really... I, I've never been grounded before. Really? Even though I've done my fair share of bad shit. But instead, my parents kind of went with the route of the world's going to punish you, and that's how you're going to learn. Sure. Like, I can't, I can't count the number of times that I got caught, you know, throwing stuff off the school <laughs> or other things Multiple that times. happened when I went to Montana. Like, a handful of stuff... And I like call my dad and be like, hey, this happened. And he's like, well, <laughs> oh my gosh, that sucks. Harley, well, there's- sorry, my dog's barking, bro. Woofy woof. He's like, well, that sucks, but there's nothing that I can do to you that's going to be worse than like what like the school would do to you or like what the yeah. law could do to you. And well, it's I think like, that, yeah, well, you- and that at that age too, that's what right? I was say. That's the biggest thing. If you're, you know, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is your, your parents, parents going to do? You? Yeah. yeah. Well, like even when I was 15, 16. Really? Never been grounded. I'll, t- I'll I've, tell I've you what grounded. really got me. Um, and what I think, is, you know, it really affects our generation. It's really going to affect our kids' generation. Is, you know, my sophomore year of high school, I got pretty big trouble for something. And my punishment was no phone no computer no looking at a screen i get that for 30 days Dang. and no car too it took took the truck keys too so i can't go and do anything i want to do yeah. and i can't look at a screen for 30 days and you think okay oh i could do that that's not bad when you lose every single bit of connection to everybody mm. for a full month at the age of 16 Mm-hmm. Right when you're that age, you're just coming into high school, and you're just that punishment left such a big impact on me, and made me rethink every single thing I did after that. I've mm-hmm. I've been told that there's a there's a whole way of treatment when it comes to addiction for phone and things like that. Like people will be like, "Oh, I'm addicted to my phone, and I've been trying to quit." I like you know I have my screen time thing turned on, so then you turn off your phone, and then you go watch Netflix. That's, that changes yeah. nothing for your brain, bro. You're literally... I, I saw a Joe Rogan podcast on this, but it was, like, fascinating because he's... I can't remember the guest, but it was, like, some scientist, dude, who was talking about it. But he was, like, the, that literally changes nothing about... It's literally all you're doing is giving your brain stimulus. Yep. So you turning off... There's a whole way to, like, a whole way to get rid of your phone. It's literally... It's called, like... You have to... I think I sent you a video about this, like, forever ago. And you literally just isolate yourself from everything you have no fun for one day yeah it resets all your dopamine yep resets it's a it. dopamine reset that's exactly what yep. it is and it's so interesting how that's what another thing where i'm like i'm not giving my kid a phone until i need to communicate with them and that's it see that's a sticky one because 
I think our generation, all of us are like, yeah, our kids aren't going to be playing at iPads at the dinner table. We're not giving our kids phones because we see what's happening to kids now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and we grew up on board games and toys and all that. And we are seeing what's happening with tech now. And we don't want to do that to our kids. But think about it. When the whole world revolves around it and all the other parents are doing it too, mm-hmm. there gets to a point you got to find the half medium because you could be holding your kids back developmentally. Right, Dude. because if mm-hmm. all the other kids are on computers and learning tech and whatever at eight, nine, ten years old, even younger, yeah, and you're keeping your kids, you know, isolated from that, and you know, which seems optimal, right? Keep them away from tech, get them outside, do all that. I would mm-hmm. much prefer that. But are you holding them back developmentally if the rest of the world around them... Here's here's a really interesting thing. I don't know. This is a great conversation. I don't know why we're having a good one, a little deep one. And I know you're about to say something. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to cut you off. The thing that... It's super interesting. I actually figured this out while I was taking my sociology final last quarter. I didn't really study that much, so I had to Google a couple of terms. Shout out to online learning. Sorry, college. But, yeah, they're like, listen, there's like... Especially if it's not proctored. Yeah, I mean, it's I had a it full happens. day to do it. Yeah. It's just so but on it, I um on this test, the thing that I had to look I was like some sort of social theory. And I looked it up and then I ended up just spending like two hours researching it because it's fascinating. Check this out. I don't have a link for you, but if I did, here you go. Boop. I don't know. But the whole thing was this. Super interesting. They did a couple of case studies where they watched kids. And how the parents interacted with the kids when it came to punishments or anything like that. So what happened was they, they watched these parents. And if the parents gave their kid technology as a form of distraction, like, shut up, I need to do this right mm-hmm. now. Like, if I was a parent, you know, I, had to, I have to go on a meeting or something and I just give you an iPad. It's the easy way out. Those mm-hmm. kids in the future, sure. talking a couple years down the road, they're more likely to become alcoholics. Wow. More likely to become depressed, suicidal. More likely to even get into hardcore drugs such as cocaine. I believe it. And things like It's fascinating because all of a sudden you're just telling them, hey, here's a distraction. Shut up. Don't fix your problems. Here's a distraction. There's something to be said about sitting with your problems. Yeah. Well, and that's not just like a technology issue. That's a parenting issue. True. It's just telling your kid like, hey, I can't deal with you right now, so here's something else. My mom that did tells, that to me. That that's tells your I'm kid of like, on oh, means right now. <laughs> my issues don't matter a whole lot. Like, that's what that does to a kid. And yeah. then they get that technology and they're like, this will solve all my problems. So when that stops solving their problems, that's when they turn into exactly. what you were just saying. It's super interesting. And I will say that I have struggled looking at my phone. Like, I have a problem with it. Especially when I'm just bored. Like, it's just a constant habit just mm-hmm. to check my phone, see what's going on. And it's super cool because I get, or I mean, not cool, but it's like, it's interesting how, how much I think that that, I don't know where that stemmed from. And there are also there's things where it's like, my parents still, they were smart about it. My parents didn't just hand me technology. Like I had, I remember they would always set the kitchen timer, you know, and I'd be there like, you have two hours. And then I'd hop on my computer as quick as I could and then start playing Minecraft. This was like <laughs> six months of my life. Yeah. It was Minecraft and Subnautica when I was like 13 or 14. 12 and 13. Great games. <laughs> but I would, like, I remember they would go, my mom would be like, you have two hours. She set the timer. And then I'd wait a little bit and then I'd run back over and then, like, give myself, like, 10 minutes. And then, like, like restart it just because I was like, I know I need to have 10 more minutes. Whatever. But I'm saying, like, I, my parents were limiting about it. But even still, I'd be curious to know 
how much my life would be different. Or even how much the way... You know, that it's this. It's the individuality that I think that I have. Like, how much of that is me becoming myself and disregarding what my parents are saying? Sure. Or rather, how much is that that they taught me to do? Like, they're like, yo, mm-hmm. express yourself, whatever. You believe what you want to believe. And I'm sitting there like, right. But I believe this because that's who I am. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just because that's what they taught me. Mm-hmm. Or am I actually my own individual? Interesting. I don't know why we're talking about parenting, but this is a well, great conversation. You know, and it's you got to think about the mental health crisis. Oh, right? don't even generation. give me shit. Yeah. Well, no, I'm getting you started because <laughs> it is 100% founded in technology. Yeah. That is 100% the reason. I mean, yeah, depression and anxiety has existed for all of eternity. Yeah. But it is a very large catalyst it is in the 100% issue. 100%. A result. We talk about this so technology. much on the podcast. Like, this has been a reoccurring theme. Well, it, doesn't that say in, something in itself? Yeah. Every the, single person's going through it. Yeah. The, the social media. technology is, it's not going to go away. We can't stop it. Like, it's, it's definitely influenced our world in a very positive manner, but in an equally effective negative light. Truth. So it's, it's a very generational issue. So we won't find the answer in our generation. No. We won't find the answer in the next generation because we all have gone through different struggles. Millennials and Gen X are the ones that have invented it and brought it to our generation and like kind of millennials. And then Gen I, I think that's what they're called, right? More like Gen Loser. Yeah, that one. Gen Stupid. But like the way it's being presented is different to each and every generation. Ours is the first one that really got all this new fancy tech. And then the next one, they're the ones that are getting it just shoved in their faces. So I think by the generation after the newest one, it's going to be a revert. You think oh, there's so going to be knows? a pendulum sw- shift? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think who it's going to revert, and they're going to be like this. I think the next generation is going to have higher rates than our generation does. And then they're going to be like, we're not doing this to our kids, and it's going to flip all the way back around, and then it's going to restart the whole cycle. Bro. Sure. What if we enter, like, a technology war? I could see that very, like, I don't know what form or fashion or how that would look. But, like, what if I'm just, like, I'm, as a kid, I'm sending nukes to China. <laughs> I would never. But if there was a green, well, shiny button. I think it's so important um, to block out just with the phones, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we all have phone addictions, even if we don't admit to it. I mean, you go on your phone, like your screen time right now, I bet it's six or seven hours a day. Uh, I'm telling you. I mean, I, my phone's at 8%, if that means anything. And it's 2 in the, at 2.30 in the afternoon. Four hours, seven minutes right now. Yeah. Right. You've been working all day, though, so you probably haven't touched your phone. True. Three hours, 45 minutes. What is it? Three hours, 45. But 3.45, and it's only 2.30, right? So mm. my point is that you really have to make it a point, and if you work, it... uh. It helps. Yeah. But to block out four or five hour periods where you only look at your phone one or two times. Truth. You know, I mean, whether that be, you know, during a shift at work or maybe you're a student at school, the biggest issue now these days too is when I'm sitting in a lecture. Especially it's online. I just Mm -hmm. have my phone right there. Yeah. It's just face up. And I have no idea. I'm not listening to anything the professor's saying. And now in, in high school, even really this development has shifted um, in the last few years, because even freshman, sophomore year of high school, I remember, I mean, I would keep my phone in my pocket. I wasn't really on it all day. 
really the last two or three years, it's really gotten it's crazy so bad. I, I always have it out. I always have it mm-hmm. face up on the table or, you know, I, I'm not as involved with my surroundings. I'd be curious. I mean, this would be strange, of course, and I don't know how ethical this would be. If we did some some form of study where we took a group of individuals and eliminated all knowledge of phones, obviously that's happened in the past like that. But I'm saying in today's society, uh, there's no way that you could, I don't know. I wonder Are you saying knowledge would- or access? Because knowledge, that probably wouldn't work ethically. But access, as long as it's volunteered, I'm sure that would that. I know, but I'm saying from birth. Yeah, I mean, once I think it's that ethics for that kind of thing is until they're 18, parental consent. So if the parents sign off on that. That's going to be some horrible parents. Yeah, I mean, it, you'd have to put them in almost like a camp. Yeah. You'd have to take all these people. It'd be an isolated community phoneless but like that's gonna 50s. that's gonna change that's, that's what put, i was saying you take them till they're 16 17 18 right after the right maybe even in the middle of that mind you know where they're starting to develop even more and then just throw them back into society and see what would oh happen. i bet you their their testosterone levels would be higher they would just be more avid and with it and if they're women society, probably estrogen yeah i mean they would just no their their hormones would be firing yeah. because i feel like all this technology too along with all the gmos in our food right comes with the yep i mean you look at pictures of our parents you know in high school and, and even farther back dudes were just meatier mm-hmm. you know chicks just looked at like everyone looks older and just more developed mm-hmm. <laughs> in our generation we all, a lot of people just kind of look wimpy you know and if you got oh, yeah. that nerd neck and you're looking down at your phone all the time and a lot of people are, I mean, back then, if you were bored, you went outside. Yeah. People don't mm-hmm. go outside like they used to. I think it's fitting that this podcast is outside today. <laughs> it's very fitting. But then I'm going to have to sit here. I'm going to work, which actually we're going to have to wrap up here fairly soon because it's time for your boy to depart probably like right now. So we'll end it here. But I want to say that it's interesting how like I'm going to work and then tonight I'm just going to be editing a podcast, staring at a screen, <laughs> listening to myself be like, hey, you know, get off the get off the technology. And I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I mean, oh, we're I not trying techno- to sound like cranky boomers. It's, just, it's I- different when you're doing it for a purpose yeah, of like yeah. accomplishing a goal like work or a, a podcast or something like that, you're creating something than just passing time. And the last thing I think we should also end on is the beauty, like, I don't know why this has been a this has been a very good talk. You know, I appreciate it. Normally we talk about PP jokes, but Max Gager came here to be insightful. Sure. So nice work. I was just gonna say that we should also talk about the power of technology too, because it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it, it is. is awesome. It's bro. allowing us to do this. Yeah, literally, if you're listening to this podcast right now, it's allowing us to complain about technology. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Look, crazy? It's it's uh, you know, my closing thoughts, you know, it's not necessarily about complaining, it's more about being aware. And if you're able to 100%. recognize that, especially someone our age, and recognize everything that we've been talking about, it allows you to be more present in the world around you. For sure. More present in your relationships. And I think that's, that's what matters. You know, I'm with it. Getting out of your head. Two things, though. If you're listening to this podcast, I give you a challenge. One, first all you have to do is follow us on Instagram real quick while we're on talking about technology. Also get in the Discord. Hit us at Ready, Set, Flow podcast and then the Ready, Set, Flow podcast Discord. You can come chat with us. 
chat with Max. We're going to put him in there and you get to hang out with him. I don't know if you use Discord, but you're going to. Yeah, can I... Um can I be a part of the closing ready, set, flow? Yes, you may. We're going to do a couple more things. And the second thing is, I challenge you. After you do those two things, you get in the you, or you get in the Instagram, maybe Facebook if you're a weird mom named Karen, and um, and you hop in that Discord, then turn off your phone for the day. See how long you can last. Yeah. You want to hike? Go read a book. Go smelt a Smurf and name him Tony. Then just go sit on your patio and look at shit. But not Meditate. Meditate. Yeah. Dang. All right, well, with that, if you want to support us, you can do that at anchor.fm slash ready, set, flow. Asher and I do this for free. We had a crazy day just, just so we could even record this one. So no per- no pressure, no worries. If you want to just listen, that's cool too. Mash, you got anything else to say? If you want to f- plug your hand- handles because, you know, those followers on a screen. Yeah, so much. yeah. Fo- follow me uh, on Instagram, max.gager, like a gay bear going grr. Except it's spelled G A U G E R. Do you do you say that normally? Well, because people think it's Gogger or Gogurt or <laughs> Gogurt. So I say, think about a gay like bear Gager. going Gur. And it, I mean, it, people remember it. Sounds like Gager. Yeah, I get Gager. I like that better. Like a twelve gauge. Yeah. Yeah, you got a buddy calls me twelve gauge. I'm gonna tell you. What? Uh, uh, yeah. Ready. Alrighty. Set. Flow. Hasta la pasta, guys. <laughs>